Arizona Buster Brackets. Never fear, we are here to win that entry fee money back for you on a six-game Friday slate. Mike McClure able to join us once again throughout his world travels. Mike, where are you today? I am in San Diego, California. San Diego. San Diego, yes. I'm going to be watching some NCAA tournament games this afternoon, and it's going to be a good time. I'm gl- Arizona didn't really bust my bracket, but I'm hoping Wichita State doesn't today. I understand that completely. Well, we had a lot of fun on yesterday's show, and we made some money because I said Michael Beasley in honor of you. That is, uh, you were bringing things to the podcast without even being here. It's a six-game slate, which is a little bit short for a Friday, but once again, like earlier in the week, it's all about the Warriors and the Celtics once again. For Golden State, they are going to get Draymond Green back, but uh uh-oh, Kevin Durant now on the injury report with right rib soreness. Do you have any gut feeling as to whether Durant's playing or not playing tonight, Mike? Uh, I think that he is probably going to play, but you know it's it, it's obviously risky, especially with the price point elevated on both sites. He's eleven four and eleven eight on Fanduel and DraftKings. Uh, there's definitely some risk. Uh, you know, he I don't think he can be your must play now, knowing that he's got that injury tag on a you know West Coast late start game. Oh, absolutely not. If he's not playing, I think Draymond probably is the must-play at 7,800 against Sacramento, a very good matchup. For the Celtics, Al Horford will return from his illness. He's only 7,200 on FanDuel. I guess I shouldn't say only because that price does not really reflect his recent performance. But with no Kyrie, with no Jalen, with no Marcus Smart, I think 7,200 is too cheap for Al Horford. Yeah, I think he should be about $8,000 if I had to handicap where his price should be in this matchup. Uh, so I, I think there's a little bit of value left on the table there. I do think he's one of the best options at center tonight. He is my must-play over on DraftKings. I won't say he's a must-play on FanDuel quite yet because we hate to just rule out playing any other centers until we've talked about all the other centers. But is Russell Westbrook with Kevin Durant questionable? Is Ru- Russell Westbrook a must-play? I think he's very close to a must-play. So with, with him questionable, I don't know that he's a true must-play. just kind of depends on where you want to go with Draymond. Uh, but knowing that Paul George is questionable, that's what I'm really interested in for Russell Westbrook. If Paul George were to sit, then I think Westbrook would be the must-play. Um, but right now, yes, you need to treat Westbrook higher than Durant uh, in terms of overall projection, opportunity, just because of that injury tag. Uh, so, yeah, you've talked me into it. Russell Westbrook, must-play. And I am staying away today from Isaiah Thomas. He's 6,600 in a slightly negative matchup against the Miami Heat. He has been playing better basketball as of late, but he was fighting with his teammates once again. Now Julius Randle doesn't like him. I don't think there's he has a ton of upside at this price. Yeah, no, I, I don't think he does either. I mean, what we saw in his last game against Golden State, he had 30.7 FanDuel points at 36 minutes. I really think that, you know, a good game for him. That's what a good game is going to look like. And, you know, at that price point, I, that's just really not enough upside. Uh, so I think I'll be fading Isaiah Thomas as well. Um, you know, I, I could tell you I want to fade Joel Embiid. You know, I, the Sixers on a back-to-back against Brooklyn, how much do they need him? Uh, but the real issue there is Horford's such a good value. I'm going to want to pay for Westbrook. I'm probably going to want to try to pay for Durant if he plays. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to have room for Joel Embiid tonight either. Here's my only problem with fading Joel Embiid, and he's played three back-to-backs in a row now. His most recent back-to-back, March 2nd against Charlotte, he played 31 minutes, put up 52 FanDuel points. 
on February 25th against Washington. Played 31 minutes, put up 47 FanDuel points. And then also on the 10th against DeAndre Jordan and the Clippers, he played 34 minutes and put up 61 FanDuel points. So, yeah, maybe you expect him to play right around 30 minutes tonight. Against Brooklyn, that might be enough to hit value at this price. Oh, yeah, it definitely might be. Um, you know, I, it's one of those situations where I wish I could play Al Horford maybe at power forward on FanDuel or something like, you know, kind of like you can on DraftKings. Uh, I just, the position for me, I, I totally get it. I mean, I think he probably scores 50. The question is, you know, if Al Horford scores 40, 42, I'd rather have Horford for 42. For sure on FanDuel. We'll leave the door open to playing and beat on DraftKings. We'll move over to the Sportsline Odds page. Highest over under the night, 221.5. It's the Clippers at Oklahoma City. Thunder are four-and-a-half-point favorite. You mentioned it already. Paul George is questionable in this game. If George and Durant were both out, there's no question where you must play Russell Westbrook tonight. Right now, are you leaning on we want to try to get Westbrook at least into our FanDuel lineup? Yeah, I think we want to jam Russell Westbrook in there. And then the other guy that I, I want to ask you about, Corey Brewer. Corey Brewer kind of looks like a must-play even if Paul George is, you know, in there a little bit. Uh, you look at his last four games, he's been absolutely great since being inserted into the starting lineup. Uh, he's going to play 30 minutes in this game, and, we, you know, we've kind of talked about with the Clippers, every time they play, they've got a bunch of players out there that really don't belong out there in an NBA game right now. Uh, so I, I like Corey Brewer in this matchup, too. Yeah, I think Corey Brewer goes in on both FanDuel and DraftKings, 4,900 on FanDuel, 44 on DraftKings. He has been a guy in the past that could play 30 minutes and not necessarily give you a whole lot in terms of fantasy points, but he seems to be more involved on the offensive end in Oklahoma City. Yeah, I know. He's been more involved. Uh, you know, the good thing is, is he hasn't had to play a ton of minutes this season, so he's relatively fresh. I mean, I know at this point in his career, he may not be overall, but this season specifically, he hasn't played a ton of minutes, not a wear, bunch of wear and tear on the body. I like Corey Brewer a lot here. Anyone on the Clippers side of this game? Are you, are you considering Lou Williams, especially if George is out? Uh, yeah, if Paul George is out, I think you have to consider Lou Williams. Uh, I, I don't think that I'm, you know, I, I kind of look at Lou as a similar to DeMar DeRozan. You just save $1,100 on FanDuel. Uh, and I certainly like him more than D'Angelo Russell. So I, I think Lou Williams is the top shooting guard on the slate. And if Paul George is out, I do think he's someone you want to piece up tonight. Let's move on. Miami Heat at the Los Angeles Lakers. Lakers are four-point favorites with a 220 over-under. I'm staying away from Isaiah Thomas. How do you feel about the Heat side of this game? Uh, you know, in my initial reaction and in my initial builds very early this morning, it was looking like you're going to need three Miami players. But now that we talk about it a little more and, you know, getting some more injury news, we may not need a ton of them. The, the question is, is what are we doing with the, the power forward value? Uh, you've got Bam, James Johnson, even Olenek there. But, you know, if we think Draymond might be a must play, you know, you're, you run the risk of fading someone like Bam and James Johnson, who both can return extreme value at their price tags. Yeah, Bam's price on FanDuel actually went down 3,900, despite the fact in his last game at Sacramento, he got 16 rebounds, scored 29 FanDuel points. I do want to have some Bam in my life tonight. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I think Bam is a near must play if you're looking for value. I mean, at 3,900, he, he's pretty much necessary if you want to play someone like Russell Westbrook tonight. 4,900 on DraftKings, I'm not quite as sure about that. Yeah, I'm not as excited on DraftKings. I'm definitely prioritizing on FanDuel with Bam. I think on DraftKings you could probably find a little better plays, uh, you know, especially with all the positional flexibility you have over there. Anyone on the Lakers you want to play tonight? Uh, I mean, 
look, if Kyle Kuzma's out again, I think Julius Randle is someone that you could play. I mean, he's got a ton of upside. I, I, you know, I think he should be on your radar. I think it's probably tournament only. I think people are going to play Draymond Green over him. Uh, but I do think he makes a nice pivot, especially if we get news that Kevin Durant is going to play. I, you know, I, I kind of like Julius Randle a little bit. Brooklyn at Philadelphia, the Sixers eight and a half point favorites. We've got a two eighteen point five over under in this game. Mike's not so sure about Joel Embiid, and I agree with him on FanDuel on DraftKings. I may try to uh, squeeze him in just a little bit. But it feels like this game, even though these teams are no longer evenly matched bad teams like they used to be, it's they're, they're both not good defensive teams. There should be some top plays in this game. Yeah, no, there are a few. One that I, you know, I don't want to take a ton of risk, but if there's a scenario where Durant's going to play, I'm going to try to play Durant and Westbrook together. And in order to do that, I might play someone like TJ McConnell. Uh, you know, his last two games have been very, very ugly. But before that, he played this Brooklyn team. You know, he's still getting good minutes. Brooklyn is the kind of team that, you know, defensively, they allow a lot of fantasy points to point guards like this. I, I kind of like TJ McConnell here in this game on the second night of a back-to-back. Well, his price is low, 3600 His ownership will definitely be low because his performance has been gross. 9.1 FanDuel points exactly in each of his last two games. He's had 12 or fewer in six of his last eight. That is uh that is a, a little bit of a dart throw, but I like the process behind it. Yes. Uh if you're looking for something a little bit less of a dart throw, Robert Covington. I, I think Covington's a very safe play at six thousand on FanDuel. Uh you know, if Durant's out, I think it makes a ton of sense to pair Covington with Corey Brewer at small forward and, and kind of pay up everywhere else. Uh Robert Covington should, you know, I mean thirty fantasy points should be the floor in this game for Covington. Looking over at the DraftKings pricing on these guys, McConnell's 3700 D'Angelo Russell, 6500 on DraftKings. I think I like that quite a bit. Yeah, no, if you're playing D'Angelo Russell, I think you have to do it on DraftKings. I, I don't like it as much on FanDuel, but at 6500 I do think that's a pretty fair price. You know, he's flashed the upside recently, uh, especially in that game against Toronto. Um, yeah, I, I like it quite a bit here. Okay, Sacramento at Golden State. Again, Kevin Durant questionable with a rib, with rib soreness. Draymond Green is expected back. He is one technical away from a suspension, but that doesn't mean he's one technical away from being ejected from a game. So that will be something to watch down the season and season long fantasy basketball moving forward. But Draymond's a must play if Durant's out, right? Yes, Draymond is definitely a must-play if Durant is out. And I like him on FanDuel at 7,800, even if Durant plays. On DraftKings, he's at 86. I can't see doing that. Yeah, DraftKings, you definitely, that that's kind of jamming him in. I mean, if you're going to do that, you're definitely taking the stance that, okay, I think Draymond can essentially match Embiid if you want to do that, uh, well, which is entirely possible, but I, I don't recommend that strategy unless Durant is out. Uh, the, the guy that I think is really interesting here is Zaza. Does Draymond coming back completely eliminate all of Zaza's value? I was going to ask the exact same question about Omri Caspi. Okay. Yeah, I mean, the same question goes for both of those guys. Uh, you know, they're both very cheap. Both have played very well. Uh, I think that the Caspi situation is, you know, if Durant, obviously if Durant's out, Caspi, you got to fire him up. I think he's one of the better value plays. But... Man, it's it's tough to see how the the Warriors are going to match up here. I mean, I guess the good news is is they should blow them out still, and Caspi still should get that fourth quarter run either way. Right. 
Uh, no, you know, knowing that Clay's out also. So I'm not super worried about Caspi. I'm more worried about Zaza if I'm looking at either of those two value plays. And on the Sacramento side of things, are you considering anyone? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, if you, you could maybe take a flyer with Willie Collystein, but I, I just don't, you know, there's no reason to really do that because the upside in playing him versus Al Horford just simply doesn't exist on the slate. Dallas at Toronto amidst all the excitement. We go Sacramento, Golden State, Dallas, Toronto, and then we got Boston left. Uh, this game feels like a complete and total dud. Raptors are 10 and a half point favorites with a 212 over under. It's a six game slate, so it's kind of strange to say you're fading a game entirely, but are you playing anyone in this game? I don't have a ton of interest in this game at this point. Um, I mean, you know, you can always play Kyle Lowry, DeMar DeRozan in tournaments. Um, they're not going to be owned tonight. You know, they're on the second night of a back-to-back. Uh, yeah, I, I just I don't have a ton of interest at this point in anyone in this game. I think it'd be a really good idea for the Raptors. Second half of a back-to-back. Um, just got back from Indiana. Let's give Kyle Lowry or DeMar DeRozan the night off. Let's tell everyone around 6 p.m. so we have plenty of time to adjust, and we'll just play the other one. Yeah, no, I definitely think that, you know, that's what they should do. I don't think that that's what they will do, but right. we we will cross our fingers on that one. Okay, so Boston, six-and-a-half-point favorite at Orlando. By far the lowest over-under the night, just 203.5. We don't care at all. Some of these Celtics prices are kind of crazy. Terry Rozier, now 8,200. Coming off a spectacular performance when he scored 53 FanDuel points against the Washington Wizards, but that was in overtime. Terry Rozier was almost my stay away today. Yeah, no, I think Terry Rozier is definitely someone to stay away from. At, at 8,200, I just, I mean, I would rather play Kyle Lowry. I'd probably even consider Lonzo Ball in that range over him. Uh, even Isaiah Thomas. I like the value in Isaiah Thomas over Terry Rozier a little bit. So I will not be playing Terry Rozier tonight. But we like Al Horford at his price and what should be heavily increased usage I just want to bring up the fact that the dancing bear was, in fact, a thing for one night. Uh, Gershon Yabuselli started for the Boston Celtics. I don't think that continues now that Al Horford's back, but it was fun for one night. Um, Tatum and Marcus Morris, which one of those two do you prefer? Uh, Probably Marcus Morris because, you know, we've already talked about the uh, the small forward position, and I just don't think I'm going to have room for Tatum. I probably prefer Robert Covington. I definitely prefer Corey Brewer. Uh, if Durant's playing, I like Durant. If Durant's out, I like Caspi. So I'm not going to be able to get to Tatum tonight. Uh, but Marcus Morris is the guy that I think has the upside. He's going to play big minutes, even with Horford back. He's the one that I think nobody's going to own him at the price point that he's at because he's relatively close to Julius Randle and, and really Draymond Green. Uh, so in tournaments, I think Marcus Morris is the guy that I'm interested in. Aaron Gordon on the other side of this game trying to pass through the concussion protocol. Last I saw, we still didn't have any update on that. Is that right? Uh, yeah, no real update. He's, you know, his list is questionable. Uh, I don't think we're going to have an update before long. If he does return, I don't think he'll play enough minutes to really be a viable option on this slate. Yet another small forward, Jonathan Simmons, has been explosive lately. 41.3 against Milwaukee. He's topped 34 FanDuel points in three of his last four games. But $7,000 for Jonathan Simmons? Yeah, that's pretty disgusting. I uh, I don't think that I could get there. Um, you know, we've said the name several times, but just play Robert Covington and save $1,000, I think, is the, uh, is the move that you should make in that spot. Okay, so... Working on lineups now. Russell Westbrook is in our FanDuel lineup. We don't have a second point guard. We don't have any shooting guards. 
We have $6,000 left to spend per player. Our small forwards are Corey Brewer and Robert Covington. Our power forwards are Draymond Green and Bam. And at center, we have Al Horford. So you could go a couple different directions here. If you said you thought Lou Williams was maybe the top shooting guard option on the slate, you can play him, and then you're probably going to need one value because you got 54.50 remaining to spend on a point guard and a shooting guard. Is that the way way you would lean here? Uh, yeah, I think so. That's probably what I would be doing. And you know, in doing that, I think that I would play Wayne Ellington as the other shooting guard. Uh, I, I kind of like Wayne Ellington in this matchup against the Lakers. Uh, I think that at 4,200, he's definitely the best value option available. He's played 35 and 30 minutes in the two games since Dwayne Wade got injured, did score 28 FanDuel points against the Kings in their most recent game. That leaves us 6,700 for a point guard. Puts us right in the range of Isaiah Thomas. But I like Goran Dragic better than I do Isaiah Thomas. Do you feel the same way tonight? 100% agree. I, uh, the Miami team is one that I think you do need exposure to tonight. Uh, you know, obviously have the largest pace differential playing up against the Lakers. So I, I like that a lot. So we've got Westbrook and Dragic. We've got Lou Williams and Wayne Ellington, Corey Brewer and Robert Covington, Bam, Draymond and Al Horford. This is the core. There will be things that happen tonight that make you want to change this lineup and you should. If we find out Kevin Durant is playing, we're definitely going to try to squeeze in a lineup or two with Westbrook and Durant. So just keep an eye on the news as always. Over on DraftKings, we're a little bit behind. I'm trying to do something a little bit crazy, and I'm not sure if you're going to like it or not. But I have D'Angelo Russell at point guard, Corey Brewer at shooting guard, Al Horford at power forward, and Joel Embiid only 9500 on DraftKings. Quite a bit cheaper on that side. This is more of a tournament-slash-contrarian-type lineup with Embiid in there because I think everyone's going to have Westbrook. We're fading Russell Westbrook, Mike. Mm-hmm. That was Feels that good. was not enthusiasm that I heard in your voice. Uh, no, I mean, I'm not excited about it, uh, especially in favor of Joel Embiid, but it, you know, it makes a ton of sense as a tournament strategy. So I'm not going to knock it because from a game theory perspective, this makes a lot of sense. So, so keep your game theory hat on. And Corey Brewer could go to shooting guard or small forward, but over on FanDuel, at least, there were a ton of small forwards we wanted to play. Give me somebody in that $5,000 range. It could be a little above, a little bit less. We have flexibility at this point that you want to have in your lineup on DraftKings. Uh, I'm going to give you a small forward at 4,400, and that's Wayne Ellington, the guy that we used on FanDuel. I think he makes a ton of sense here. You also get the three-point bonus on DraftKings. Uh, so I, I like Wayne Ellington a lot here. Okay, so we have all kinds of flexibility now. We have guard, forward, and utility that we have not filled yet. We have $6,000 remaining per player. So we can get one really good player and then a couple of so-so options, or we can try to be a little more balanced. Uh, yeah, no, there's definitely a couple strategies there. My, my question is, is how much of a game stack do we want between Brooklyn and Philly? Uh, if you think we want to game stack it up a little bit, I do think that we should look at Robert Covington. Uh, just kind of keeping the theme, I'm pretty high on Robert Covington tonight. If we do that, we're still kind of left in the mid-range, and you can also get another pretty good player and go value again. So I, I like Robert Covington here. No, I like that a lot. We just have we still have exactly $6,000 remaining per player. We need to fill guard and utility. I don't see a lot at the guard just above 6000 Like, Drogic is 75 on DraftKings. That feels like too much. We could go with Lou Williams and then try to find a $4,600 utility, or we could go a little bit cheaper at guard. Uh, yeah, so, you know, this is, uh, this play would depend heavily on Kevin Durant's status. But if we 
are operating as if Durant maybe doesn't play. Nick Young interests me tonight. He was horrible in his last game, but the difference tonight would be if Durant is out, he would literally have to shoot almost every time he touched the ball. Uh, so if you're looking for value, I think you could do that, and it gives you 8000 so you'd be able to pay up for Rozier, Lowry, Ball, DeRozan, any of those guys. Uh, so if I was locking this in now, I would maybe consider kind of taking a flyer on Nick Young. Let's do that. Let's let's put Nick Young in the lineup. Who has the most, most upside between Drogic, DeRozan, Lonzo, Lowry, DeAndre Jordan, Terry Rozier? Uh, probably on this slate, DeMar DeRozan. I, I, I don't think that anyone's going to play him. Uh, I, I mean, it, or Lowry. It's going to be one of those two Raptors. I don't think anyone's going to play one of the Raptors tonight. So I think they have the most upside. Let's go with DeRozan. So we've got Russell, Brewer, Ellington, Horford, Embiid, and Young, Covington, and DeRozan. There is a very good chance that value is going to emerge that's a better play at guard than Nick Young or a better play at utility than one of those options. Just keep an eye on what happens with the injury news. This is a tournament lineup, not one you'd want to use in a cash game. But again, on DraftKings, Russell, Brewer, Ellington, Horford, Embiid, Nick Young, Covington, and DeRozan. Mike, enjoy cheering for the Shockers. I hope you cheer them to victory. I don't believe I had them getting upset in any of my brackets. And I have to win basically every game from this point forward because of Arizona.